Now it's time for our daily Bloomberg Law Brief, exploring legal issues in the news, brought to you by the American Arbitration Association. International trade or business dispute resolve faster with the International Center for Dispute Resolution, the leader in alternative dispute resolution around the world, ICDR.org. Today, Bloomberg Law hosts Jim Grosso and Greg Storr discuss why the U.S. Supreme Court turned away an appeal by several large banks, refusing to stop antitrust lawsuits that accuse them of conspiring to rig LIBOR. They speak with Robert Hockett, a professor at Cornell University Law School, and Jennifer Ree, a senior litigation analyst for Bloomberg Intelligence. Bob, what were the banks arguing in the Supreme Court appeal, and did they actually have a realistic shot at getting the Supreme Court to take up the case? Yeah, so I, I think it was sort of a Hail Mary play from the from, from the very beginning. Um, and, and the reason is this. There are certain very important, as you know, benchmarks and indices that are used by the broader markets on a daily basis, right, to determine what how to price various transactions that they engage in. Uh, and unfortunately, or maybe for better or worse, uh, it is inevitably the case that a lot of these important benchmarks and indices are essentially determined through the trading activities of a, a few, a relatively few, very large players. LIBOR, which of course is a as an interest rate benchmark, is one of those. It's essentially determined by the transactions of a relatively small number of banks. Now, what that means is that it is inherently subject to the possibility of antitrust abuse. And if the banks that do set that rate engage in any kind of practice that looks to be manipulative, it will be virtually per se an antitrust violation. Jennifer, can you tell us a little bit more about what the banks are accused of doing here? The conduct, the plaintiffs claim, started sometime around 2007. And what they're claiming is that the banks, they suppressed the LIBOR rate, the ultimate LIBOR rate, because they falsely reported their own borrowing rates. What the plaintiffs are claiming is that they colluded to falsely report their rate, their own borrowing rate, which is, you know, what they're reporting as a panel to get LIBOR. And that then suppressed the LIBOR rate. And that's Jennifer Rhee, a senior litigation analyst for Bloomberg Intelligence, and Robert Hockett, a professor at Cornell University Law School, speaking with Bloomberg Law hosts June Grasso and Greg Storr. You can listen to Bloomberg Law weekdays at 1 p.m. Wall Street time here on Bloomberg Radio. Now among the top legal stories from Bloomberg Law, the U.S. government has filed an antitrust lawsuit against the biggest maker of mobile phone chips. The Federal Trade Commission alleges that Qualcomm forced Apple to use its chips exclusively in return for lower licensing fees. Qualcomm says it will fight the charges, which it says seek to advance the interest of mobile phone makers. Deutsche Bank has resolved one of its biggest litigation risks. The bank reached a final settlement with the U.S. Justice Department over the way it handled mortgage-backed securities before 2008. Deutsche Bank has agreed to pay $7.2 billion and admit that it misled investors. In South Korea, a special prosecutor is arguing why the Samsung's heir apparent should be arrested in an influence peddling scandal, J.Y. Lee is being investigated for bribery, embezzlement and perjury. It's part of the scandal that led to the impeachment of South Korea's president. And that's this morning's Bloomberg Law Brief. You can find more legal news at BloombergLaw.com and BloombergBNA.com. Attorneys will find exceptional legal research and business development tools there as well. Visit BloombergLaw.com and BloombergBNA.com for more information.